Sport, the latest from the land and all the greatest hits. It's the Country Sport Breakfast with Brian Kelly on Gold Sport, Talking your cricket. home of live commentary. Talking cricket now with uh, Brian Waddle, whose probably favourite band was the Small Faces back in the day. Morning, Wads. Okay, yeah. Uh, they still going? <laughs> no, I don't think they are. They've lost a number of their members, actually, sadly, which is uh, a bit of a shame. And I hope you sent Gary Puckett a, uh, a birthday card for his birthday yesterday. Oh, of course, my old friend Gary is uh, happy to hear that he's still alive and well into his 80s. Yeah, 81. 81. Yeah. All right, let's talk about Cricket's World Cup. Did we see this one coming? The Netherlands beating South Africa this morning. No, I certainly didn't see that coming, and I certainly didn't see Afghanistan beating England either. So, uh, you know, there are starting to be a few results that are beyond the thought processes of many people, and uh, we may see some more as the competition goes on, because you look at England now, they're going to have to be pretty desperate. So too are Australia. They've got to win uh, in their most recent game. But, you know, it's it's starting to take its toll on, on some of the sides. Uh, New Zealand... Though, continue with the consistency that we hoped and expected from them, and uh, they've got to find that again in the match against Afghanistan. But they'll be aware that uh, Afghanistan will be very much looking to go after a second straight win. Why are we having these these upsets? Has it got something to do with the wickets over there on, on the subcontinent? Uh, can you put it down to any one reason? Well, I think the uh, the change of conditions and wickets are probably uh, part of it, uh, but I think it's just the uh, the pressure of the competition to a certain extent. Uh, you look at the way uh, England have played; they've looked as though they have been mentally out of it more so than uh, by the way of form. I mean, this is the side that beat New Zealand quite comfortably in their home conditions. Now they're getting changeable conditions. They may have injury issues, as, as all sides do, in the uh, the rush to get these games through. Uh, but it's you know it's it's the challenge I think, and that's why we're seeing the likes of Netherlands with consistent cricket at the high level against very good sides and Afghanistan and some of these other sides that are getting close at times, just lifting their game. And uh, you've got to be ready to go in every occasion against opposition. There's no easy beats as such, although you like to think that there are sides that you could turn over pretty rapidly. So with the Black Caps facing Afghanistan tonight, we won't be taking them uh, too lightly, really, will we? Certainly shouldn't. They have a a spin bowling reputation that is as good as any in these kind of conditions. They spend a lot of time preparing and playing in those conditions. Rashid Khan is an outstanding bowler. They've got other spinners who would be able to exploit conditions if Chennai offers those kinds of conditions. And it has a reputation of doing that. A lot will depend on the, the pitch that they're playing on and how that turns up. And, and what New Zealand see as their best option. They won't have Kane Williamson, of course. He's out, but that just means that Will Young will come back in. So it won't be an issue in terms of their batting. It's about how they get their bowling uh, combination sorted and whether they see the need to give Tim Southey a game or Ish Sodi, who hasn't had a game as yet. But they've been doing the job pretty well so far. It's hard to see them making a tactical change as such. It's pretty remarkable, really. New Zealand, the Black Caps and India, the only two unbeaten teams in, in this competition. Yeah, and uh, both sides have got a very good um, net run rate. New Zealand second behind India 
and they've got to sustain that as well in terms of their performance. They set it up with the game against England, and so they've got themselves in a strong position. Um, it, it, it's hard to know what is going to be required. Um, many people think six wins will get you into the last four, and I think that that's probably right. Whether or not it's five and a good net run rate uh, remains to be seen, or who beat who, uh, the many requirements of the competition. But, uh, you know, New Zealand have started well. They've got the confidence and the consistency that we expect from them. They've got to continue with that because the next week is going to be pretty tough for them. They'll know that. They've got Afghanistan. They've got India to come. And then Australia, those two games being played in Dharamsala. It's up in the north of the country. And uh, having watched games that have been played there, the outfield and the conditions uh, don't really match the scenic beauty of the hillside um, venue. Dharamsala, very popular place, and, and I love looking at the uh, the outside of it, but of course the, the ground is going to have to be uh, uh, renovated to, to some extent because it's pretty untidy uh, in terms of the outfield, and we don't want to see players getting injured. No, you're right there. I think the good thing probably about um, the, the playing over there is a number of the black caps have actually, because they play in the IPL in the Indian League, I mean, they're probably used to uh, those conditions, aren't they? Oh, yes, and and uh, they are key members of this New Zealand side. I mean, Devin Conway was the leading run scorer, I think, in the last IPL. He spent a bit of time there. Daryl Mitchell's played there in the past, Glenn Phillips. Um, oh. they're, they're the players that have got experience in that uh, part of the world. And New Zealand plays in India pretty regularly now. There's always tours there for one reason or another, whether it's a Test Match Tour or T20 or ODIs. So it's not as if the uh, the players are finding it uh, difficult to acclimatise. Uh, one of the things, I suppose, that is a bit of a problem is the, the constant travel. They're pretty lucky. They've had time to settle down in Chennai. Uh, they've had two games there. They've got the two games that are coming up in Dharamsala. So, you know, they're able to settle in rather than just uh, play a game the old uh, hotel, plane, ground, hotel, <laughs> game, <laughs> ground, exactly all that sort of stuff. Uh, but they've just had a little bit of time to settle into a couple of venues. So hopefully that's worked in their favour as well. And Kane Williamson out with the with the busted or, or fractured thumb or whatever, how long is he going to be out for, do you know? Oh, it's, it's just hard to know. I mean, we thought he wouldn't make the World Cup when he did his ACL, so... With Kane Williamson's desire to play, it could be a very short space of time. But, you know, those uh, fractures are always uh, uncomfortable. Mm. It's on the hand that is important to him, that's his uh, left hand, and that's the one that wasn't, uh, you know, guarded by the the, the batting glove. That's a a very exposed area. Uh, It's whether or not he can hold the bat and uh, and field. Yeah. Uh, like to see him uh, back as soon as possible because he brought that calmness and organisation that uh, is so much part of his game. Not that New Zealand were desperately in need of it, but it's just nice to have uh, a player of his experience and a man who knows the conditions again over in that part of the world um, back in front of the side. Uh, So let's hope it's not too long. Yeah, let's hope so. Wads, nice to catch up, mate. Let you go and look after your grandson and we'll talk again soon. Nice to have Luke. Cheers.